Welcome back to Lost in the Library. This week's episode comes from the passionate and dedicated author Honor Obasi Egim Tawo. She was kind enough to send me a pronunciation guide of her name, but I still probably didn't get it right, and for that, I apologize. This nonfiction work is featured in her first book, Rate Your Pain. I have to admit, when I started this project, I wasn't expecting to reach across the world. I kind of thought I would end up with schlocky horror, generic YA stories, or tales that aspire to be the next Game of Thrones that would inevitably fall far short of those lofty goals. I've been proven wrong at every turn, and the people contributing to this have proven to be incredibly talented and wonderfully authentic. When Honor contacted me and I first read Rate Your Pain, I was no longer worried about quality or originality. Instead, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to do her story justice. I am so honored that she has entrusted me to convey her story for this show. This is the account of a young Nigerian woman with sickle cell anemia. It is powerful and emotional. It's breathtaking and heartbreaking. Yet at the same time, it's motivational and inspiring. Rate Your Pain is a collection of non-fiction stories about Honor's personal experiences, living with a cruel and unforgiving blood disorder. She wrote these stories to raise awareness and further the objectives of her non-profit organization, O'Care's Sickle Cell Foundation. This compassionate story, along with others, can be found on Amazon and Salar. That's S-E-L. AR. You can find Honor on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you would like to contact her, you can do that via email. All the necessary links will be featured in the show notes for this episode. So please, please do not ignore the show notes for this episode. Thank you, Honor, for your beautiful contribution to this show. And thank you, listeners for letting us share this story with you. Rate Your Pain by Honor Obasi Egim Tawo. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Romans 8.18 NIV On a scale of 1 to 10, 
rate your pain. The first time I heard this, I had questions running in my head. Questions like, what is the standard of measuring pain? It had to be subjective if he was asking me. Only I could feel the pain, and if any other felt pain, I wouldn't know how it felt. So, for me... Scale 1. A little discomfort. Nothing I can't manage. Scale 2. A little more painful, but nothing paracetamol wouldn't solve. Scale 3. This is beyond paracetamol. A stronger painkiller should do. Scale 4. I need a doctor. I'm sobbing by now. Scale 5. I definitely need a doctor. I'm already crying, but still conscious of my environment, of who is looking at me. Scale 6. I can't keep it down, even when I'm being attended to by a doctor. At this point, I really don't care about who's watching me cry or who is begging me to stop crying. Scale 7. Everyone in the hospital is fully aware I'm in pain by my screams. The question, rate your pain, becomes irrelevant at this point. Scale 8. Mummy, would I die? Those drugs don't seem to be working. I'm exhausted from crying. I'm praying and screaming at intervals. Scales 9 and 10. I don't think I ever hit those scales. I can't imagine what it would feel like. Vaso-occlusive crisis. Acute or chronic pain episodes. That was for the doctors to know. I only knew what I felt. This pain didn't have to be regular, so they said. But it was, at least at the time. But you can't tell the severity of one form of sickle cell disorder from the other, so they said. There was a point in my life I had these pains every day and subsequently every night. Of course, they were other factors, other than extreme weather conditions, infection, dehydration, jaundice, or a damaged organ. There was the factor called fear, depression, anger. Now that I think of it, I can't tell at what. And insecurity. I had lost a younger brother to sickle cell anemia. He had just been buried. I feared for my life. I feared because I thought he had a better chance of surviving than I did. I thought he had a better reason to go on living than I did. He was bright. Smart. 
and optimistic, except for the times he fell ill. I never felt particularly special. So when he passed away, I nursed the thought that it should have been me. I feared my parents would be tired of me eventually. Sometimes I wished I had died to relieve them of the trouble. During this time, I went to school once or twice a week or two. If I borrowed notes from my friends, except they came to my house to get it back, they would have to wait at least a week. My mummy helped me write some notes, and the ones that were too bulky, I had to make photocopies. My grades were down, but I didn't even have the strength to worry about it. Mummy would say, Your health comes first. I still went to school anyway. To make something out of the trouble my parents had to go through to keep me alive. My peers, friends, and teachers lost faith in my ability to keep schooling. At least for that period of time. I was in SS2. There was nothing my parents wouldn't do to ensure I stayed alive. I was the first of four children, with my immediate younger brother deceased. Thankfully, my other siblings are sickle-cell-free. My parents resolved with God I must live. Outside a myriad of orthodox medications, I have been given cuts on my chest with a brand new razor blade, and the blooded wounds smeared with concoctions. Then let down in a freshly dug six-foot pit and pulled back up by some herbalist. I've been labeled a witch, made to eat and drink a variety of concoctions, meant to last for a period of one hundred days. My parents were not left out on this, but I stubbornly stopped halfway through. Rate your pain for me went beyond the immediate joint grinding I felt. My pain was deeper, emotional, psychosocial, and it was molding me into someone I didn't know. Then, I met Jesus. Thank God for his mercies. I don't look like where I've been. Today, I can see the person that pain was molding as different from the person I am now. I am a survivor. But 150,000 children in Nigeria are born with sickle cell disorders annually, not counting the number of households who suffer the strain of having a sickle cell anemic child or relative, auntie and uncle still considering to get married when you know you're both A.S., 
How would you rate your pain? You can't rate it just yet, though. There is a 25% chance, according to biology, that a child born to parents with AS or AC genes will have sickle cell disorder. But practically, the chances are higher. Please don't go through with it. Your love may not survive it. Even if it does, it is not worth the suffering that child or children will go through. Be wise. Together, we can build a sickle-cell-free Nigeria. <laughs>